What is going on, everyone? My name is Corey Willis, and you are listening to another edition of the Reign of Five Sportscast. Always glad to be back with you guys on the show. We have some things to discuss, including some SEC matchups coming your way in week three of the college football season. Yes, we'll talk about Alabama taking on South Carolina, and we'll also talk about Florida taking on the Kentucky Wildcats. We'll also dive into the Tennessee situation, and we'll see what Tennessee has to do to avoid being 0-3 for the first time in that program's history. And we'll also talk about what Justin Fields is doing for Ohio State as well. Um, I'm going to take a quick break, but when I come back, I'm going to talk about all of this and more. Once again, you are listening to the Reign of Five Sportscast. of the Reign of Five Sportscast. I'm your host again, Corey Willis. Great to be back with you guys on the show. This is going to be a really, really condensed episode just because there's not many games coming up this week, the third week of the college football season. Um, When you think of it, like, man, (laughs) it moves fast, guys. It moves fast, so... Cherish it while you can because it won't be here for long. Trust me. Um, but yeah, yeah, great to be back with you guys on the show. Hey, once again, if you want to listen to the show, you can listen to it on any podcast app that's available. So Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, um, even the Anchor app. Um, you can listen to The Reign of Five on any one of those platforms and others if it's available to you. Um, always send us reviews. Um, feedback is important and it helps, I believe, grow this show. But yeah, yeah. Um, so, what are we talking about? On this episode, well, this week we have a couple of SEC games to talk about, pretty much. Well, the first game that I'm going to discuss with you guys is the Alabama-South Carolina game going on in Columbia this week. That game will be, I'd say, a pretty interesting game, to say the least. It's the first SEC on CBS game, by the way, if you were wondering where the SEC on CBS has been. Um, But, yeah, that's going to be the first game of this year um, in the SEC. Um, I'm eager to see what Kalinske, the backup quarterback for the now- out Jake Bentley, he's out for the season, 
with a foot injury. Um, I'm looking to see what he does against the Tide. I mean, look, it's Alabama. <laughs> they, when they come to play football, they come to play football. And one of the things that I saw from last week, of course, and I'm pretty sure you guys did too, was the post-game press conference where Nick Saban was pretty much going on a rampage talking about the schedule, talking about his squad schedule. And, you know, we have these discussions all the time about, you know, and Nick Saban has these discussions about, you know, wanting to play, you know, more games in the SEC and, you know, having having to play, you know, inferior competition, you know, pretty much say. Um, he does that to really motivate his team. You know, Nick Saban, we always hear about him being, you know, a big motivator. You know, he's always, you know, people always say he's a big bad Saban. He's always mad and grumpy all the time. But he does these things to motivate his football team. I have no problem with it. Um, he knows he has to go to Columbia, South Carolina to take on the Gamecocks this week. Um, he has to motivate these guys the best way as possible. If they're trying to get back to the playoffs, these are the things that he's going to have to do as a head coach of the Tide. And, you know, look for him to keep doing this. Because, you know, it's that's the way that he coaches his team and they and they usually respond. But they can't go out to Columbia, South Carolina being complacent. You know. Jake Bentley's out, but what we saw last week <laughs> what we saw last week with Helensky, he was pretty much just throwing the ball everywhere. Ryan Ryan Helensky was pretty much having his way with Charleston Southern. They beat that they beat Charleston Southern seventy two to ten last week. So don't think that this guy isn't thinking about wanting to pretty much, you know, show his talents to the world again. You know. Just because they, they are, you know, South Carolina's in a hard spot. They lost Jake Bentley. Jake Bentley's a really, really good quarterback for South Carolina. He's a really good quarterback in the SEC in general. Um, you know, South Carolina's not going to take Alabama lightly. And I feel like Alabama's not going to take South Carolina lightly. Because if they do, then, you know, things can happen. Yeah, I'm eager to see what happens in that football game. Um, like I said, first SEC on CBS game. Those are always fun to watch. Love hearing Gary Danielson's voice. And we'll have to see what happens this week with the Tide 
and the Gamecocks. Now, another SEC game that I am honestly really, really, (laughs) really excited to watch this week is Florida taking on the Kentucky Wildcats. Florida's going into Lexington, Kentucky this Saturday um, to try to kind of avenge that loss that they had out in the swamp last year. Um, That was a great game um, for both teams just because (laughs) it was just so much drama that happened in that game. Dan Mullen's first year, you knew Mark Stoops needed – Mark Stoops knew he needed a win (laughs) against Florida, and he pretty much squeaked out with a W. Um, Eager to see what Kentucky does now that they're pretty much out with Terry Wilson. Um, He actually got hurt last week, and he's out for the season So they have a new quarterback that's going to take his place. Sawyer Smith is going to take the reins as the quarterback for the Kentucky Wildcats. Kentucky really, really has the tools to, you know, be a contender in the East. And that that was shown last year. They had a really good season. Of course, some of the guys that were there last year aren't there anymore, like your Josh Allens and your Benny Snails. Those guys are making money in the NFL now. But this is still going to be a really, really good football game, I believe. Dan Mullen on one side, Mark Stoops on the other side. Like, someone heavily will look bad (laughs) with a loss in this game. Like, both teams are trying to fight, you know, for the seasons right now. They're trying to be one of the contenders. Um, going up against Georgia in the East. So this is a big game. I'd say this is the biggest game of the week, honestly. Um, Felipe Franks, um, he seems to kind of step it up at the quarterback position for Florida, and I'm not surprised that he has. I mean, Dan Mullen is, you know, as what everyone says, he's the quarterback whisperer um, with all the quarterbacks that he's, coached during his time as a head coach in college. So I'm interested in seeing that game as well. So I know I've been talking about the SEC so far, but I like to cap off my SEC discussion with talking about some of the negatives that's going on in the conference. And that's watching Tennessee football. We're all we're already two games in of the college football season. And we've seen Tennessee lose 
two games in a row. That's not good if you're Jeremy Pruitt, the guy who came in to try to revitalize this program. It's not good. This week, they play UT Chattanooga. Look for UT Chattanooga to come in there looking to take down the Volunteers and give them their third loss of the season. I'm not going to say it's going to happen, but look for it to happen. They're not going to take Tennessee lightly. They're going to come in there wanting to win that football game, knowing that they really want to win that game themselves. They're going to play. But it's just who's going to be standing tall at the end of the game when it's all said and done. If I'm Jeremy Pruitt, I'm just like starting over from, from scratch, literally. I have to really look down deep in that depth chart to find who can play football for me in 2019. Who can help me get wins? Because let's face it, they've already lost two. When you lose to a team that hasn't been playing football that long in Georgia State, and then you turn around the next week and lose to BYU, look for teams that are wanting to pretty much take you to the woodshed on the gridiron. And it's just simple as that. So, Tennessee is going to have to dig deep and find that true dog, that true dog. In them to win that football game this Saturday. Because I'm just going to say, UT Chattanooga is going to come in there ready to play football. Nick Tiano is their starting quarterback. Used to be the backup quarterback at Mississippi State. So, let's not sit here and think. Let's not sit here and act like they don't have the guys to compete with Tennessee. Because I'm pretty sure they've been preparing for this game all week. And into thinking that they do. So, Jeremy Pruitt, you have a big week ahead of you. And we'll just have to see. The whole country has to see what you're made of, what your team is made of. Have you guys quit? That's all I have to say. This is this has been one weird year if you're a Volunteers fan. So, like I said, we'll see. We'll see. Tennessee Volunteers take on UT Chattanooga. See who comes out on top.
All right, another topic that I did want to discuss with you guys before I head out of here, just because it is pretty much one of those down weeks in college football. Not many topics to too much discuss, but I thought this one was, I'd say, an interesting one to just kind of talk about. But Justin Fields, you know that guy, used to play for Georgia, backed up Jake Fromm. Um, he is now at Ohio State, and he is lighting it up with the Buckeyes right now. This guy has been playing some really, really good football since he's been a Buckeye um, this year. Stats so far, he has 458 yards for six touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, he has a quarterback rating of 93.6. Um, I'd say that's pretty good right now. You know, of course he's playing it. He's playing against inferior competition, and I, I really can't say that Cincinnati is inferior competition. But hey, I mean. It's Ohio State. <laughs> they recruit pretty much some of the best players in college football, along with Alabama and Clemson and all of your other top-tier programs in FBS right now, in the FBS. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what he does going forward. If he keeps playing like this, and like when you see him, he's like really, really spinning the football. This guy has a really good knack for, you know, getting his receivers down the field and throwing him, throwing his to his receivers um, accurately. So... Looking at a couple of games for for them this season, like of course you know they have Michigan every year. Um, I'd say when they when they play certain teams like Penn State, those kinds of teams out there, I think they have to play Maryland. Um, it'll be interesting to see what what happens going forward. For the Buckeyes, but I'd say they have a really, really good quarterback that has the tools to take them far this year. So that was just one more thing that I wanted to discuss with you guys on the show. Like I said, always great to talk with you guys about college football. Um, if you want to follow me. On social media, um, you can follow me on Twitter. It's at Listen to KSW. It's at L I S T E N T O K S W. I also like to thank Ben Sound for the music High Octane. Now, if you want to listen to more of Ben Sound's music, you can log on to Ben Sound's website. It is www. Bensound.com. Yeah, guys. Um, short show this week. I know it's kind of weird having a, a short show, but um, I just kind of wanted to give my takes 
on week three of the college football season. And I will be back probably around Monday to talk about the week that was in week three. But until next time, guys, I'm Corey Willis, and you were listening to the Rain of Five Sportscast. See you guys next week.